Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Well, that's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, we thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God, he just ran in. Welcome everybody to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo. This week we have uh, a roundtable going on our show here. Uh, I am joined this week by Ian Walter, Michael, Michael Power. <laughs> all right, we're all doing it from a distance uh, again. So um, I guess we haven't had uh, Ian. And, well, we've had Mike on, but uh, Ian and Wife Power haven't been on for a little while. Uh, Ian, let's start with you. How, how's everything been going in a in a general sense? You guys. Uh, Holding up okay? Yeah, I think everything's going as good as it can be, given the circumstances. I think, uh, you know, it's just important to stay at home if you can, uh, wash your hands, and, you know, keep keep those precautions up. And uh, don't, don't worry about what the rest of the world is doing, because it can get scary with all the crowded beaches and <laughs> down south and whatnot. Uh, Everyone just, should, just, should be doing the same thing. Yeah, just have yeah, to stay at I home. Mean, I, I mean, obviously, you have to do what you have to do, right? Go on supply yeah. runs, keep your distance, wear your PPE. Um, yeah. I mean, do, do what you can. I mean, as a, a healthcare worker myself, uh, obviously, we, we face certain challenges, but we just have to go headstrong and be ever cautious and safe. Exactly. And it's, it's another, uh, another way, uh, intro, I guess, for us to just say thank you for you and everyone you work with and everything that, that people are doing to sort of keep us safe. Cause like me and Mike said in our previous episode, like we wouldn't be able to do any of this. Like we wouldn't be able to stay home and have the luxury of talking about movies and games and TV shows if it wasn't for uh, people that are working in that industry and industries like it, you know, people at the grocery stores and everything, all that matters. So, yeah. Um, and I, so that I think, thank you out there. So, Oh, well, thank you for thanking uh, healthcare workers in general. But I, I think that the important thing for me has been still having somewhat of a routine. And so it is a bit of a, even though you're, you, you're very aware of the risk, you're also kind of looking on the bright side of things you're still able to kind of work and uh, bring some positivity to, to the rest of the situation. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's what we're trying to do here. And uh, Wife Power, I know you've been cooped up with Mike. So for, first off, sorry. Um, and uh, second, how are you doing? <laughs> first, thank you for recognizing that. <laughs> Just making a big sacrifice yeah. for the rest of the it's world. The bit, I mean, bigger than the rest of us, that's for sure. So. <laughs> In second, I have a little nugget running around that keeps me very busy. Um, so I guess like the biggest thing for me is not being able to like take her to her programs and swimming lessons and kind of like escape that way. So it does get a little exhausting like every day trying to find some new way to play um, just in our home. Um, but she's a little trooper and she doesn't know what's going on in the world out there. So we just got to keep a brave face for her and keep smiling and acting like everything is normal. Um, <laughs> <Right. eventually, hopefully laughs> easier we'll get easier there. said than done, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
but other than that, I've been kind of escaping the craziness of the world in um, Animal Crossing. I know you guys have been talking about it on the podcast a little bit, but um, so that's been a nice little release for me. I can get out in my virtual garden and do some gardening and plant some trees and decorate my house. So it's kind of fun to just have that as as a relaxation and escape and been getting back to some books, doing some reading, and uh, we've been watching some really good TV lately, too. So um, there's some good content out there to kind of keep us entertained while we're staying home. Yeah, there is. There's, uh, there's a couple of, uh, you know, things are being released a little bit early. There's a couple of sort of documentaries that are going around that sort of have been released on Netflix and things. So we'll get to more of like sort of what we've been um, keeping us busy with. But I think uh, I think for the Animal Crossing discussion, I think we've had that a few times and it seems to be the same, the same. It's still eating up a lot of time and still have a good, good escape time with it. So um, now it never ends. It, it I've actually been, seems like it is. Yeah, I've been extremely jealous with regards to anything Animal Crossing related because <laughs> uh, not having a Switch yet myself, it's just like I'm watching from a from afar, <laughs> watching from a distance. Yeah, and well, there's lots of stuff on. being posted out there. So, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, uh, with with all of us staying home the vast majority of the time, or at least as much as we can, depending on our work and stuff like that. Um, it's easy to say that like everyone has so much more time on their hands, but really it feels like we don't. Um, it almost feels like it's, it's the same. I think we're just home more often. Um, it kind of reminded me, we wrote this down as a topic idea for, for the show, like I think a few months ago and just never got around to it. But um, it's basically, we want to try and talk about any kind of um, pop culture, uh, whether it's a movie series, a video game series, a TV show, Anything that we grew up uh, or grew up around over the last, let's say, twenty years or so, that we missed out on, whether it was by choice or because it just didn't come across our radar, or we thought we wouldn't enjoy it, but then this community grew around it, and we kind of feel left out almost, or wish we could go back and try again. And I guess now might be a good chance to do that, considering we were just talking about how um, how there's lots of time to sort of, or lots of opportunities at least to to watch things that we haven't seen before. So. Um, we, I think we quickly jotted down a couple of ideas. Um, Ian, why don't we start with you? Is there anything that comes to mind, whether it's TV, movies, video games, something that, that you missed out on that wish you were sort of part of, um, sure. over the last little while? Um, I would say growing up, mine's a bit of a doozy sort of, um, cause I think a lot of people were into this growing up and it was always such a, just like a thing that I had never really got into was, uh, wrestling in general, like whether it's WWF now WWE or WCW, anything like that. Like I was kind of like I knew who some of the big players were, but I never, uh, I never really, I don't know, ever sat down to really fully embrace it or anything like that. Right. So it was, it was always yeah. just something that, like, if my friends were talking about it, that was kind of like a time in the conversation where it's just like, oh, okay, I'm just kind of like listening. I don't really know, I don't really have any context to put to any of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would be wrestling for me. I don't know. I don't know how big into that you guys were, but I know Dave is into wrestling. But I like that initially came in my mind too because I wasn't into wrestling other than uh, the wrestling video game No Mercy for N sixty four. That's like how well, that's what I was going to say. Wrestling. That's the only. That's the closest I ever got to wrestling craze was playing that game in your basement. Power. Yeah. So <laughs> well, it's the greatest wrestling. wrestling game ever made. So yeah, yeah. everything I know about wrestling <laughs> comes from that game. If, it, if you were, like if a wrestler wasn't in that game, I have no idea who they are. 
Right. Yeah. That's that's why or that's when I was into it. Now I don't I don't even watch it. I just I just know of the 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 characters, the the, the people in it because a few other of my other friends are still really into it and still watch it regularly. It's sort of a fun getaway, I guess. Um, but it's a lot to keep up on. It's a lot of time, a lot of pay-per-view stuff, like all that stuff sort of takes up time. But like when No Mercy came out during like Stone Cold and The Rock and all those guys that were in their heyday and uh, Mankind and all these characters that um, that you probably know from the games, like that's when I was watching it and loved it. So it was sort of perfect timing and that game was just the greatest anyways. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm a really big fan of The Rock. So yeah, like that's one thing that came out of that that was like, okay, I know who this guy is, but like obviously I'm a bit more into like the action movies that he's been in. So yeah, another thing about wrestling is like if you didn't get into it when you were a kid, I think it's a lot harder to get into it when you're older because when you're young, there's always the debate. I'm talking when you're like eight, nine, ten with the friends at the school. Is it real or not? And people would always like they kind of like pretend that it was real for the little kids, right? Like. But when you're older, you know it's all fake. It's like a soap opera for for boys, basically. Yeah, what it is. Um, I'm, and so when I you're mean older, that that was definitely it. one of the barriers for me is like I kind of didn't really understand what everyone was all hyped up about because I kind of thought, oh, isn't it just like a fake show or whatever? The more and more I learn about it, the more I realize that there's way more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a yeah, they're not actually I, hitting each other, but it is still an athletic feat to be able to do all those moves and stuff, which which you can appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Own, right, like at the art right. and then there's great work that goes into the like storylines and the narratives and everything that kind of mm. happens there. So it's like being a fan of entertainment in general, I can definitely appreciate it in like later in life, they, like all the work that goes into making that kind of uh, league or whatever. It's like yeah. a stage show. There's like choreography and dialogue and acting. Yeah, and exactly. Stuff, yeah. Right. It's really what it is. Um, yeah, there's a yeah, there's a, a, a movie trivia uh, show that I follow that I actually mentioned on, on Twitter recently. The movie trivia Schmodown that draws a lot of their inspiration from from wrestling for sure. The creator uh, Christian Harloff, he's like a big wrestling guy, so like it really shows when you see all the different contestants and their different characters and like even though it's movie trivia it's not wrestling it's like it's very heavily inspired by that kind of uh sport nice mike wife power what are you guys so i would say for me i never really got into the scary movie culture when i was a kid um, mm. like mike talks about like friday the 13th the original halloween movies um all those like i i haven't watched any of them to this day and i never really got into horror um, movies horror movies in general and i think maybe that's because of that um because you were scared of them or because maybe um you weren't allowed to watch them i don't think it was that i wasn't allowed to watch them i know the one movie that i wasn't allowed to watch as a kid that we owned on vhs was silence of the lambs Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense now that I'm older. But like, I remember yeah. like not understanding. Like, my family would like because my brothers are so much older than me. So like, my family would sit down for like a movie night, and they'd be like, "Hey, memes! Like, you can't join." And I'd be like, "Wait, what? Like, why is everyone else in the family allowed to watch this movie?" Right. I'm, I have to go, like, sit in the room and watch, like, a Disney cassette or something. So, so specifically that movie stands out 
as the cultural like touch point that you missed, right? Sound or yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, or like any yeah. of those movies in general. Like I said, like I haven't seen any of the original Halloween movies, and like when people talk about like some of the greatest horror movies of all time, like those, the like some of those movies come up, and to me, I just never, um, I haven't seen any of them. So, and that discussion like rings home for me. Wow. So yeah, and I, we did like. Um... When I found out movies that she hadn't watched, I did like a little bit of movie education on like Terminator. She'd never seen Terminators. So I showed mm. her the Terminator movies. So now I have to do a horror movie uh, education. Yeah. Well, some of those old classic <laughs> ones. That's like, like it's, it's a huge community and all that. Like I'm not really, I don't know a ton about it either. Cause I've seen, I've seen all those like classic original ones and stuff. And I think I would say most people have, but maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but um but like you know i haven't really gone far past that but it's like it's a big fun community right because even if it's a little bit corny it's still kind of scary and there's something like appealing about being part of that kind of uh uh community you know yeah yeah on elm street halloween friday 13 mm-hmm. stick out to me i'm remembering when i was 13 i threw a big birthday party because it it was on friday 13th and we rented all those movies and looking back on it now those movies are like very much rated r and it's like now that we're parents, would we let our child and all of her thirteen-year-old friends like marathon horror movies? <laughs> <laughs> Where no. people get like, well, thir- thirteen. It depends on those old ones, cool. maybe. But. Yeah. yeah, it makes me. Um, there's a TV show, Life in Pieces, and the that scenario actually happens, and it's like the girl's having a sleepover, and her dad wants to be like cool with all her friends. So he brings, they want to watch a horror movie. So he brings down, I think it's Aliens. Mm-hmm. Alien, the first one. And all the girls oh. are like freaking out and they all call their parents. <laughs> and then it's like the the mom is like having to like apologize to all these parents for like freaking out their children because the husband like played Aliens for them. That's awesome. Alien's <laughs> actually my favorite horror movie. What yeah, yeah it's, it's great. I got to watch that again. I gotta Rid- watch Ridley it again Scott. 1979 it's just incredible what he was able to do like coming off of star wars like star wars really put like space and like fantasy on the map but like this was a a take on space that seemed very visceral and real and like it really put the like the scary in space yeah especially in contrast to what star wars was doing (laughs) for those yeah yeah Yeah, that's true (laughs) for sure all right Um, uh what about you mike yeah, so we, it's good. We got Ian with a like a TV kind of um, pick, Mina with movies, and I'm going to go video games. And we didn't even plan it that way. But I'm going to, my pick is, um, so I'm going to say MMOs in general, the massive multiplayer online games, and mm-hmm. specifically probably WoW. MMOs are something that I always thought were super, super cool and would like watch them from a distance or watch friends playing with them. And I don't know if it's because I didn't have a good enough computer at the time or something, but I never, ever got into MMOs. And I feel like I totally would have loved them. That would have been my thing. And I, I missed the boat. And like, you can't go back. And like, I just feel like I can't go back and start WoW from the beginning. Like, I've missed too much of it. It would be hard and, for sure. Like, I don't know. I know that they have a WoW classic where they kind of made it accessible. If you wanted to go and start from the beginning, then you don't want to compete with 
everyone that's currently playing like they kind of try to make ways for you to do that but you're right it's yeah. like it's a huge time commitment that's so like i, I don't it's know like, how you'd ever be able to get into it yeah, at this whenever, point it'd be very difficult yeah yeah with job and kids and family it's like i missed the boat on like those university days or those high school days where you like might have actually had free time or could stay up late and like totally get into a game like i've been into games like zelda played over and over and i've been really like deep hardcore into certain games but never as hardcore as like some of these mmo players seem to be i think that would be really fun like getting together with your friends and like totally immersing yourself in the world of an mmo and a game and yeah. it just takes such commitment that i would never be able to do so that's like the one thing i feel like i have missed out on yeah i wrote down wow as well yeah i wrote down down that specifically as well and like even with the wow classic thing because you mentioned that ian is like they they put that out but now it, like they they basically remade it with all the old mechanics too so everything oh, okay. takes even longer so it's clunkier like on purpose because i guess uh, people were asking for it i don't know i i guess there's a there's an appeal to that and everything for people that have played it forever so it's like you talk about time timing and stuff and it's they're just like man that'd be even crazier <laughs> even more time <laughs> going back know, like at this point like 15 years <laughs> yeah like everyone i know that was like into mmos like when they talk about mmos they talk about them with such like nostalgia like oh back in the day when we played this ammo like no like everyone i know now is like my age and like doesn't have time really into anymore it's always about like it feels like a thing that's passed me over you know what i mean yeah i had a, i had a buddy who was into it right from the very beginning and uh yeah it was high school so for us maybe like grade 10-ish or 11 is when it came out mm -hmm. roughly and he would get up at 5 36 in the morning to play for like a couple hours and then get ready for school and go to school and then he'd wow. go home and then play it again yeah like he was like really into it and played it for years and stuff and um I, and there was a couple people i knew but uh but like i for whatever reason i never i never did it like i, I just I don't know why that that should have been incentive enough for me like sure yeah i'll get up with my buddy we'll play for a couple hours and we'll yeah, play when we get home from school like it's almost perfect for that but i don't know why i never i never did it either and the community is just like insane still like in a good way so yeah it would be cool to have like a character that you poured like years of like work into and stuff like that like i don't know it'd be kind of cool but, well yeah, yeah the, and the crazy thing too is blizzard kind of just holds on to your your account info so even if you like suspend or like quit and then you come back years later just to check in or they give you a free trial or whatever all your stuff's still there and it's yeah. uh, just ready to go it's crazy yeah it's a great way to sort of loop you back in with like expansions or any changes or anything like that yeah um i have so i wrote down wow as well i also wrote down um a couple of uh, or at least at least one, two shows, but mostly just one. Um, I never, I, I've seen, I think, like two episodes ever. And I'm only sort of interested to get back into it, but it, it seems like my cup of tea. And that's The X Files. Never, never really watched it. It was and has been a huge show for so long. It came back, they did a movie, like all this stuff. And I don't know, it seems super interesting. And I've done my best to never really like spoil exactly what it's, a, I know what it's a generally about, but you know, I don't know any big plot points or anything with it. And I feel like I could actually go back and watch it, but 
it's a lot of stuff that we all have to kind of go back and watch i feel yeah. and i think it's there's yeah, other yeah. ones that just feel like they're a higher towards the top of the list but i don't know that one stands out for me and then a non um uh movie anything something that doesn't have to do with the screen is uh dungeons and dragons and D. oh yeah that's right? a good one uh never got oh, yeah. into it i think it would be super cool to do it and um unlike something like wow i feel like almost you could start when you're older and still really enjoy it with a particular group of people you know and yeah, it could be sure. fun for a long time so those are the two things that i wrote down that we haven't mentioned yet so um i don't know have you guys seen yeah. x files i don't even know if you guys have i don't think we've talked about it yeah like for me x files was always something that it would just be on here and there and i would kind of tune in but sp- like like not really on a consistent basis just like oh it's X Files, and I just, but that, it, it is a show that lends itself to that because they have a lot of like Monster of the Week kind of thing. Um, but then there's an overarching, <laughs> but then there there is like an overarching story, obviously that that kind of they keep checking in on. But at the same time, you can kind of just tune in on an episode and be like, oh, okay. It usually wraps whatever is going on in that episode. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of cool. And yeah, it was it was a great show. I I remember like if it would be on late at night and we were young. Like, it'd be kind of one of those spooky shows, like, you'd watch right before you go to bed, and then you'd be all freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly, and it's how TV used to be consumed, right? It wasn't, like, on-demand TV like there is now. So you just caught it when you caught it, you know what I mean? You caught it on TV when it was airing, yeah. mostly in reruns, probably. Yeah. Um, so that's the same way I watched it, exactly the same. Just episodes here and there, and late at night, like you said. It, it was, we were a bit young, so it was actually kind of scary. Like, I remember a few episodes really freaking me out. Yeah. Um, did you watch X-Files? No, I didn't watch it either, but um, remember we tried, when they came out with the new season mm-hmm. recently, we tried to watch it, and it wasn't very good. Yeah, no, we gave up. Um, yeah, I heard the new one wasn't wasn't great, but I don't know what to compare it to, because I never watched the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming, like, the originals were, were better. Yeah, well, definitely, would. yeah, if you're going to watch it, watch the original, but, like... I'm, I think there were a lot of episodes. Like it would be a feat to go back and watch it now. Yeah, it would be. I, it's something I. I wonder I, if it's one of those shows that made the list when we were doing the uh, the TV yeah, episode 11 quiz. Seasons, eleven seasons, two hundred and eleven. Oh shit! I thought it was oh, way yeah. more. So than for that. sure on the list, and I didn't even think about that one when yeah. we were doing the quiz. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I never thought about it at all because I I thought it was like six or seven seasons or something. But I guess. The new one added to it, or new two added to it. So there's that too. But yeah, um, damn, yeah, yeah. And then D and D is is something that I think uh, is kind of interesting because, like Mike, you mentioned about like sort of having your character over a long period of time with something like mm-hmm. WoW and MMOs in general. Like D and D doesn't doesn't necessarily last years, but you could have multiple campaigns and multiple sort of setups with friends that go a year and then another one for the next year or month or, or whatever it is and you can sort of be that character for a long time so that's like a that's a way that i think would be kind of cool too and never really had a chance to do like we i don't know i just also never had you you can build a mini community around it and um yeah it's just something about that is just like super appealing maybe because i've never done something like that but it's definitely something that that popped into my mind pretty much right away yeah, yeah. that's a good one that that's for me too, and that's good. You put like a tabletop game because now we've covered all of our bases. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and that's kind of what I was thinking about too. Is just like all my love for board games, and that's always been something that I've been that's intrigued me. 
uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but at the same time, it's like there's a certain learning curve that it's, it, it seems like there's a barrier to entry. And I know that's probably just a stigma. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. if you talk to people that play it, they'd be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, and they, they have all sorts of fun and interesting ways to get involved. But I think for me, it's like you need to kind of know someone that's going to be that like dungeon master that's going to run things yeah. and really bring you mm-hmm. in. Right. And I've never really known anyone. Like, I had, I have one close friend who uh, the closest I've ever been to getting into it was like we created a character one day and that took like an hour or two. And it was just like, after that, it was like, well, I never revisited that character. Like I didn't even go on a campaign or anything. So it was like, yeah, yeah it's, def- <laughs> it's definitely daunting for sure. Yes, definitely. Especially with less free time as uh, being adults and everything. Right. So, That's but I think it's fun. like a game yeah. night. It's like anything you can just kind of plan for it. Okay. We're going to do like yeah. a four hour session and someone who's really experienced is going to like run it and run us through it. Um, yeah. That's basically yeah. what it would take. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess now virtually we can kind of find a way to do it. Maybe yeah. <laughs> in some cool. ways there's a way to do I it. I was actually <laughs> thinking about that with all the things that people are doing, you know, to keep busy on uh, virtual Zoom calls and whatever. And people are playing board games online. I was thinking, like, why don't people playing like role playing games on these yeah. calls? Like, well, because you don't necessarily need a physical board to do it, right? If someone is running the campaign, then it's they're sort of the storyteller, right? You sort of follow along with that story. So there, there is definitely a way to do it. But again, yeah. it's it's still very daunting, so it does take a lot of time and stuff. And um, and I just thought with the Zoom backgrounds, you could like even add yeah. to your character, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. DM can like send out backgrounds, and it's like, okay, you're in the volcano now, and everyone like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, everyone could be in the same one. Yeah, that's true. Guys, we just came up with a good idea on the fly. Oh, I God. know we gotta we gotta really uh, explore this further. <laughs> I feel like out of the out of the four of us, I'm pretty sure. Uh, if anyone has creative ideas, it's probably wife power. So maybe. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down. It kind of reminds me like, um, Ian, I know you played it. Actually, Dave, I think you played it with us too. But the game Werewolf is kind of like a new oh, yeah. version of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. They set up like character roles for you and then you get to like. It's like role playing a little bit. A yeah. Game in a way. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's true. That's a really actually sort of. Dumbed down is the wrong way to say it because it's obviously more sophisticated than that. That sounds like a, yeah, exactly. It's it's simplified and, and everything, but that's true. Yeah, because it's sort of um, it's a much shorter game. You can play with a bunch of people, and it's uh, that that was a blast. We played that a few times. That was yeah, super like fun. A cool party game that really has no limit in terms of who can play. And then on top of that, like the the one thing I will say is like it, your mileage may vary. Like you got to be playing with like kind of a fun group that's open to yeah, trying new things, be... um, or else you you know it, it could feel stagnant. But but most of the times, I think when we played, when we're whenever we played, we were having a great time. Yeah, and one night I was worried there. I thought you were going to say that we weren't fun. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think my my character name, if I can recall, was Reginald Thunderbolt. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, before we hang up, can I bring up one more thing that I thought of that I didn't get into? Yeah, that I yeah. Because it's one thing I didn't cover. Um, so, in the '90s, really, really popular at the stores were the X Men comics, and I had a neighbor who like was before the shows came out, right? Who was really into X Men comics, and I was so jealous, but I just couldn't afford to like. Us here getting your own money, buy comics yourself, and I would kind of like if I got to hang out with him and I got to like look at his comics or even the covers. I was so intrigued by the covers that like the Chris Claremont days of 
of X-Men and Burning Claremont, Jim Lee. And I so badly wanted to like read all those comics and, you know, do the full story and like experience it. And then the, sh the show came out and totally scratched that itch. And that's how I've consumed most of the like really, really popular X-Men stories. And I have gone back since and read them all like virtually, but those X-Men comics to me are always like this thing that I wanted to be a part of, but couldn't. And so that stood out to me as well. Yeah, that's a good call, actually, because like now it, you mentioned that you like you sort of went over to someone's place and stuff is, is like the physicality of it something you feel like you might have missed out on? Like you wanted to have some of those comics because they look so cool or, or is it strictly just like the story thing? Because I think as kids sort of now maybe we have less time and space to sort of physically collect things. And obviously things have changed with digital, like you mentioned, but like that that's kind of part of it, too, when you're growing up. Right. You want to have that book or you want to have those series yeah, the in your comics, hand, right? The X-Men comics seemed like they were so much more mainstream. Like, I did read comics when I was growing up, but it was like, I would, my dad would buy me comics from like 99 Cent Bin. I would read like 70s comics. And the, only, and the one I was reading a little bit of Spider-Man, where like I would buy the Spider-Man one like at the drugstore or whatever. Um, but for some reason, the X-Men comics, like I remember my neighbor had it and he was like, he wasn't a nerd. He was like, cool. And he was like, yeah. X-Men. X-Men was like, <laughs> like, remember those issues were selling millions of copies. They were like, it wasn't like a fringe thing anymore. It was like in the mainstream and like, right. And, and yeah. So like, I just always felt like it was so cool. X-Men and I wanted to be a part of it. And I never owned a single issue of any X-Men comic. And he was a lot older than me. So I wouldn't say he was like my friend. He was like my neighbor, but yeah. we were like playing ball hockey. And I like got to peek a little bit, flip through his X-Men comics. I was like in heaven. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's, man. that's, that's a, a really one. good point. I mean, comics in general is like it's like a hobby that I think if you're not into, it might seem like another daunting kind of thing to get into. Like, well, how, where would I even start? Or, you know, a lot of people don't look at graphic novels the same that they do like novels or you know television movies that kind of stuff. Yeah, especially they didn't used to. I think now it's more more agreed upon that they're like the comics can be like literature, right? Like, especially like. Yeah, more comics and stuff. Especially like that. with like, I love actually reading them on my iPad. Even though I love the original comic book, like there's mm -hmm. something about the guided reading and just the way you could do it on on the iPad that just makes it way more uh, fun and less and time. Not free. Like comics cost money. So when you're a kid and you're into comics, you just read anything that you'll get your hands on. Or like my dad's friend from work, or dad's friend, like he was moving and he found a big box of comics, and like those are the comics I read. So this big box of like. 80s comics and like early 90s comics was mostly like superman and ren and like pinky in the brain i remember being in there and like things like that yeah. like I, the x-men comics always said to me like i barely owned any of them and that so <laughs> specifically those x-men comics just like, eating away at you slowly over yeah, the last like 30 years thing that I was, <laughs> well, i'm, I'm glad do. with uh with the technology and all the accessibility you were able to go back and read all those yeah i've got my read most of them yeah that's, that's okay. awesome You've caught up, Mike. Don't worry. We still think you're cool. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quick note okay, on guys, the X-Men. Um, have you, have you yeah, read yeah. any of the new stuff, Mike? Um, I have I have read the new, some of the new stuff. Yeah, I've read Bendis. Like Hickman stuff? Not Hickman, no. Okay. Because I, I hear it's like all overhauled now. Like completely like brand mm -hmm. new, basically. But I mean, like start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every time a new... It seems like every time a new... Uh, creative team like writer and artist take it on and they, they do something completely new with it right and they sort of soft reboot 
that's how comics kind of are. Um, and I usually pick like a writer or team that I like and I'll read like their run. Like I've done the Joss Whedon run. I've done the Grant Morrison and the Bendis. Those are the most recent ones. Very cool. Nice. All right, guys. Um, that's great. We've got lots to catch up on. Now we got lots that we need to, uh, even more, you know what? Let's add more stuff to our list. Let's just do that. Cause we don't have enough to watch, read or play. Right. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, okay guys, thanks so much, uh, for joining me. Wife power. Thank, thank you very you. much. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. We'll, we'll do this again soon guys. Um, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Everybody stay safe. Wash your hands. Thank you to the healthcare workers. And I will leave it up to Mike once again to let us let everybody know where we're supposed to, uh, where they can follow along with us. Oh yeah. So, uh, follow us day back in on Instagram and Twitter and back in my day games on Twitch. Um, Dave's been yeah. actually streaming some old school Xbox gaming, which has been getting some traction. It's very cool to see, and Xbox uh, streaming on your tablet or computer. If you're nostalgic for that, check us out there and find us uh, back in my day podcast on your podcast app of choice. Excellent. Excellent. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. Thanks everyone for joining me and we'll see you again soon too. See.